What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. We have news today, ladies and gentlemen. Big news, the biggest of news. Yes, Virginia, there will be baseball in 2020. Reported yesterday that the players and the owners have finally come to an agreement on the implementation of a 60-game season. I'm going to talk on this podcast about some of the rule changes, what it means to the game, what it means for the league, what it means for the future of this sport. I will start out by saying I am tremendously relieved, and I'm probably reiterating some of what I talked about on my video on Twitter yesterday, and that's fine. These last couple months have been extremely difficult, and I've complained about content, difficulty finding things to talk about, but the, the truly the toughest thing that has come out of all this has been the psychological torment that has come with not playing a season. And I understand listening to someone talk about how their favorite kids game was taken from them probably doesn't sound very compelling. And I I fully acknowledge that there are many, many, many other people in the world whose lives have been far more impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic than me. I understand that. I am, in the grand scheme of things, a very fortunate person. But one thing I think people forget about when they make statements like that, oh, other people have it far worse than you do, it's like they're making the assumption that we know what it's like to be in someone else's shoes, and we don't. I have never lived anyone else's life. I've only lived my own. And these last couple months have been remarkably excruciating and they have tested my own mental fortitude. They have tested me psychologically and it's been very, very cumbersome and difficult. I think I will look back on these last three months and wonder how I ever made it through a a summer without my escape because this, it was so much more to me and it always has been so much more than just a baseball game. Or, or just a sport. It is a way of life. It is that ultimate es- ultimate escape. And having it been taken away for several months has been very, very difficult. And I hope and pray that none of us will ever have to experience anything like that again. Now, away from the personal stuff, let's talk about the sport itself. What it means, what's going to happen in this 60-game season. It's undeniable that irreversible damage has been done to this sport through this whole process. I talked about this, like I said in my video yesterday. It was a joke what these labor negotiations turned into. A true, true embarrassment for the owners. And to be honest, I think even for the players as well. Them rejecting that final offer, forcing Rob Manfred to essentially break the glass and press the big red emergency button implementing a 60-game season... I thought was a bit of a tough pill to swallow, especially because, because I was with the players, I was with them all the way, for the most part, until the very end, but that whole when and where thing really got under my skin, and I know some players have come out and tried to explain that that line was kind of an oversimplification of what they really wanted, but it's still, to me, kind of a bad look. With that said, hey, we're, we're still getting a sport, we're still getting baseball, and that is very much something worth celebrating. Now, The big question, I think, on a lot of people's minds is, will we see this thing to the end? Will we play 
a full 60-game season? Will we get a postseason? Will we be able to complete this 60-game season without having to cancel it again due to the COVID-19 pandemic? I've already heard many people, buzz kills, but many people say that we might not even make it out of spring training. First off, I think the amount of people, and I've been stunned by this, and I think it does speak to how much this process with these labor negotiations really broke people, but I've seen way too many people, diehard baseball fans, express how much they've wanted baseball to be canceled in 2020. To me, that makes no sense. I have taken this pandemic as seriously as anyone. I'm well aware of how unsafe this may be. I I care about the player's safety, but you have to try. You have to give it a go. If you get to spring training or you get 10, 20, 30 games into the season and it's just not in the cards, then pull the plug. But you got to give it a go. I've never seen so many people who claim to be diehard baseball fans just actively rooting for this sport to fail. To not play a single game of baseball this season would have murdered the entire institution of Major League Baseball. So I I don't get that response to it. Now, with that said, as much as I talk about them kind of harshing my mellow and killing the vibe, the risk is undeniable here. And I would honestly actually put it, if I'm being real, as happy as I am to see this announcement, as excited as I am to see baseball coming back, it is undeniable that there is a true threat. And I would probably put it at about a 51% chance that baseball at some point during this this 60-game 2020 season will be canceled. I don't want that. It breaks my heart to say that. But I think given the recent spikes in COVID across certain states, given the exposure that we've seen in the Phillies clubhouse and the Blue Jays clubhouse, Charlie Blackman, center fielder for the Rockies, announced yesterday that he has COVID-19. I think it is a possibility that the season might not be able to make it to the bitter end. And that's disappointing. I don't want that. And I'm trying not to focus on that because right now I'm just, I'm just happy that there is going to be a season at all because there were several moments in which I wasn't sure. And it scared me and it saddened me. It really, really did. I I was so excited when I got this gig because I wanted to talk about baseball and I haven't really been able to talk about actual baseball, just baseball history and and labor negotiations. And it's been so boring. It really has. That element of the game is so lame to me. I think that baseball at its best is a sport and not a business. And the, the business side of baseball was at the forefront for way, way too long in 2020. And it made for a really ugly labor negotiations, a really ugly storyline for what could have been a really golden opportunity for baseball. But it is back. It will be back. And I'm going to talk in the second segment about what that means, about the rule changes, and about kind of what I hope to see out of baseball in 2020, assuming, of course, we see it to the very end. We'll be right back. Built bars are tasty. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors, it says so on the packaging. 
Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. I had my very first one just the other day, the peanut butter brownie one. And unlike a lot of other protein bars, which have a little bit of crunch to them, these, they really do melt in your mouth. And Built Bars are healthy too. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Look at uh, something like the peanut butter brownie, the one I just talked about. That's 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. You can try them today, but we have a special offer as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back. So we finally have something to really sink our teeth into. Let's talk about this season, what it's going to look like. Like we said, 60 games. You're going to have 40 divisional games, 20 interleague games, I believe, with your divisional counterpart in the National League, meaning the Tigers, they play in the AL Central. They will play interleague games, I believe, exclusively against teams in the NL Central. There is a universal DH in 2020. No expanded playoffs, which is something that was talked about and I think almost came to be in these labor negotiations, but never came to fruition. The three batter minimum regarding relief pitchers is still intact, but the big one, when we get to extra innings, starting at the very beginning of extra innings in the 10th, we will start with a runner at second base. So some big changes. Look, in a weird way, this is kind of Rob Manfred's dream. This is the ultimate shakeup that he, as commissioner, I think was kind of begging to see. It is one big experiment. Make no mistake about it, as happy as I am to see baseball back, this entire season is going to be a huge experiment. And I think what we're going to see after 2020 will be an assessment of what worked in 2020 and what didn't. And we're going to see kind of the the owners and the players hopefully picking and choosing what stuff worked, what stuff didn't, and trying to decide what stuff to implement going forward in baseball starting in 2021. One big experiment. Look, I know a lot of people are really angry about the extra innings rule. I get it. For a 60-game season, fine. And they're not going to be doing it in the postseason. I have to bring that up. Once you get once you get to October, that will not be a thing, assuming, of course, we get to October. Universal DH rule, uh, I think it's fine. I, I have no problem with it. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, I think once we get to 2021, we're going to see that forever. It is absolutely time to implement a universal DH rule. It is something that has made no sense to me. As long as I've been a baseball fan, there is not that much difference between the National and American Leagues for it to warrant such a drastic change in the sport. It is equivalent to me of going to a Western Conference basketball game in the NBA and having to play on nine-foot rims. It is a very strange, quirky thing about baseball that I know some people really, really enjoy. I am not a huge fan of it, and I understand there is a novelty to that. People like seeing Bartolo Colon go deep. They like seeing Madison Bumgarner hit, but for every Mad Bum, there's a Ben Sheets, and for every Bartolo going deep, there's a Randy Johnson. Uh, In an era where baseball is trying to see more home runs and more hits and more offense. The idea of of having a non-DH rule at all is silly. So I'm actually happy and excited to see that in both leagues. I think it's important. I think it'll actually make the game more fun. 
as far as what it means for baseball as a whole, what I want to see, my hope is that one thing I've heard, and Bob Nightingale, who's definitely one of the punching bags on baseball Twitter, and rightfully so, he's wrong about 75% of the time. No disrespect to the guy, I'm sure he works hard, but factually he's very incorrect very often. Brought up the fact that with no expanded playoffs, the idea of a team getting lucky and going on to win a World Series is higher than it's ever been. Personally, as a novelty thing, you know, which is what this is, it's novelty, it's an experiment, that actually doesn't bother me if the right team wins. Because let's be honest here, the very nature of the sport of baseball is unfair. The fact that you have no salary cap and certain teams can spend seemingly infinite amounts of money and can bully and muscle their way to championships while other teams and smaller markets are trying to pick and choose and piecemeal together these these small little teams just to compete with the big boys. The sport, the very nature of the sport, or the very nature of the league at least, is remarkably unfair. There are certain teams that can be very competitive throughout a 162-game season or even through a majority of a 162-game season. But then you see them get to October and they kind of fizzle out because they just don't have the horses to cross the finish line and get over the hump. My hope in a 60-game season is that we see a team like the A's, a team like the Rays, one of these small-budget teams get over the hump, get hot in a 60-game season, and win a World Series. I think ultimately, if we get to a point where we see a Yankees-Dodgers World Series, the the novelty of this will have kind of failed. Now, I'll obviously still watch and cover it, and it will make for interesting baseball, but I hope a, a surprise team, a smaller-level team, can rise to the occasion and, and win a championship in a, a golden opportunity for one of these small market teams. Now, the big question, the last one, what does this mean for the Detroit Tigers? What are they going to do? Now, I tweeted this, and it was a tweet that picked up a lot of traction the other day. I would absolutely love to see Casey Mize, Matt Manning, and Tariq Skubal start this season on the Major League roster. Now, there is a couple things that will prevent that, obviously. The big one, you already have a full rotation. Michael Fulmer is apparently back to full health. Jordan Zimmerman, Daniel Norris, Ivan Nova, Matt Boyd, Spencer Turnbull. That's a six-man rotation. I don't know. They might move one of those guys to the bullpen. So that's the issue. But there's also the issue, potentially, of service time. How many innings does a rookie have to pitch or how many games does a rookie have to play in in order to exceed the rookie limits? That will be something they're going to have to look at. And the other thing too, and I forgot to bring this up, there's actually going to be a trade deadline, which is stunning to me. I did not think that was even in the cards. There will be a trade deadline a month into the season, essentially. The season starting July 24th, August 31st being the trade deadline. If I'm the Tigers, I am doing everything possible. I don't care how they pitch to unload everyone at the deadline in terms of pitchers. Boyd, maybe not. I would like to see that, but a month into the season, you know, that's a guy you might want to try to hold on to. But Nova, Zimmerman just cuts. I mean, if you can, maybe Norris. I think the last month of the season, because I think at that point, service time won't really be an issue. Get Mize Manning and Scooball in there, please. I, like I said, it's a novelty thing. Let's say, let's say you call them up and they pitch like absolute garbage. They get rocked. For a month, what is that, six starts, five starts? I think they're going to be okay. 
We've seen that happen before. You remember how bad Jose Barrios was for the Twins his first season in the major leagues? He got torn up, but he came back in 2017. It was pretty darn good. I believe these pitchers are ready. I've believed that for a while. I, and I've been pretty patient with it. I've understood that you want to try to get them marinating in the minor leagues. But when you look at it, these guys have dominated pretty much every level of baseball they have played in since high school. Why not? You can't convince me that Mize, Manning, and Scooball aren't three of the five best pitchers in this organization right now. You can't do it. Now, like I said, if service time is an issue, if you're worried about them exceeding rookie limits and wasting a year of their rookie deals... I understand that. As frustrating as it makes me as a fan, because that was the one thing all of us were looking forward to in 2020 was seeing these guys debut, then it's disappointing, but I understand that. If it's not an issue, and I'll talk about this probably on Friday if they have that sorted out, then I want to see them on the Major League Ball Club. Because to me, having them not pitch at all, which is what would happen because there's no minor league season, would actually be worse for them physically and probably mentally than pitching in the major leagues, and getting rocked. So I would love to see them here. I know there's been some people saying, why don't you call up Green and Torque as well? I, I think let them marinate a little bit. I, I get the rationale behind not calling them up. These pitchers are good to go. We we've seen them in spring training. We've seen them in the minor leagues. I think they're ready. I would absolutely love to see them on the major league roster throughout this season. So that is going to do it for today's show. Actually, an exciting show, an enthusiastic show with things to talk about. Oh, my heart soars with the Eagles' nest. You can follow me on Twitter, at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow this show on Twitter, at LockedOnTigers. And if you have any questions for this show's mailbag segment, which we will probably be doing on Friday, you can send those to this show's Gmail account, LockedOnTigers at Gmail. Dot com. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. This was a good show. Baseball is back. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.